Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not? Just why not? Consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account. It's titled, I, female 25, found out my fiance, male 27, is with me for money, slash, the family business. To preface this, my family owns a business that is very well known in our sector and makes loads of profit. Thus, I am a trust fund baby. I try not to be spoiled and have always worked myself. I met my fiance Mark when I was 20 and working as a waitress. We began dating a few months later and he proposed to me last year. Now, Mark is not poor, he's upper middle class and while he doesn't struggle in life, he didn't have much to spend and lived very frugal. I thought he was an honest man because he always wanted to pay for his own things, reject expensive family holidays when we were still dating and he would cook for me instead of going with me dining outside. What I want to say is that I never had the impression that Mark was trying to take advantage of me or my family. In the beginning, my family was a little sketched out and brought up the gold digger argument and I stood up for him and fought with my dad. They came to love and accept him. When Mark graduated, dad hired him and now he is in a high earning position. Sunday, I was supposed to work in the evening and I was going to stay with my sister, but I got a fever and was basically just non-functioning so I stayed home. Instead of staying in our bedroom, I made my way to the guest room that is better ventilated, has a mini fridge and its own bathroom. I didn't want to stand up at all and walk around so I just bunkered all my stuff there and closed the door. Mark came home and I was fast asleep and I was woken up by loud voices in our garden. I pushed the curtains a bit to see the side and Mark was there with a few friends. Just as I wanted to say hello, I noticed that they were talking about me. His friend kept laughing and calling Mark the man. Then they started laughing about me being willing to not sign a prenup. Then one of the girls that was there said something along the lines of, Jesus, you're about to make some bank, Mark. Mark laughed and said, yeah, just three more years and I am free. At this moment, I felt sick to my stomach and wanted to throw up. I kept hearing them calling me trust fund Barbie and stupid and so on. I didn't know what to do, so I just lied, petrified in my bed and waited till the people left and Mark went to bed. I texted my sister and snuck out to her place in the middle of the night and just passed out without telling her anything. I haven't returned home and just told Mark that I was sick and didn't want to make him sick. My sister has been really worried, but I just feel so ashamed about everything. My family was right. Mark is a gold digger and I fell for it. Even if I tell my family what happened, I have no proof. My father can't fire him just because he's a dick. As far as I know, he's excellent at what he does and he has no legal foot to fire him, I think. I just feel so confused and ashamed and angry and would appreciate some insight. 
Edit, we are non-US. Mark wasn't talking about anything else. He has no debt as he partly was under a scholarship and with part of it, I helped pay it off. There is no way he wasn't talking about me. Edit two, thanks for all your great advice. I opened up to my sister about it and she is right now with me reading all your responses. We have called up dad and I will talk to him tomorrow. I'll be signing out for the time being. Thanks again. Edit three, some questions have come up. I don't drive, that's why my fiance didn't see my car. I mostly Uber around. I worked as a waitress for the experience, not for the money, and I don't any longer. I don't work for my father. I'm a company shareholder, and I have to go to the general quarter meetings, but I don't work for him. I'm sure that it wasn't a fever dream. It was around 38.5 Celsius, and while it was enough for my body to hurt, it wasn't enough to have a vivid dream. I pass out of my sisters. I don't literally mean to medically pass out. Last edit. I am really tired of you guys are defending him, saying that it could have been a joke. Guess what? It's not fucking funny. You don't degrade and don't disrespect your partner for laughs. You don't go along calling them stupid, trust fund Barbie, stupid bitch, and you definitely don't make remarks yourself. I don't understand that macho bravado, as many of you have called it, but I don't think that's okay, so stop with those comments. It was deeply hurtful. And initially to me, it says... If he's saying this to his friends when you're not around, it, it doesn't sound like it would be the first time that he's done this, if that makes sense. He's already specified that in three years, he's going to be free and want to get out of the situation once he's made a, a ton of money off you. And that he was calling you a trust fund Barbie and stupid and so on. There is no reason why he'd want to be with this. It's just how do you deal with it now? I think you just need to consider all the ties you have with him financially at the moment and how to best deal with that. You know, talk to some financial legal experts. As I, I'm not going to go into that because I have no clue. A lot of this depends on the countries or states. And if you're in the US and it just gets very, very confusing for me. But certainly that is not a relationship that you want to be in because, yeah, you just can't, can you really? But JKR Pamalam says, this isn't the first time he and his friends have talked about you in this way. It's the first you have heard of it. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. Please OP, leave this person. Don't allow yourself to get trapped in a loveless marriage. If you marry Mark, not only will you be unhappy, your relationship will be an example your future children will see. Your sons will treat their partners the way Mark treats you. Your daughters will expect to be treated as you are. Talk to your parents. Your family will rally around you. Snee says, change things up on him. Tell him you've thought it over and would like him to sign a prenup. Watch his reaction. Then leave his sorry ass. Sunflower says, don't tell him you know yet. Pull your money out of any joint account. Get off any credit cards, etc. Then ditch him and lawyer up just in case. What is this three more years thing he's talking about? Is that when your trust fund pays out? Thank God you didn't marry him. And one more from Gavaroshi who says, Mark, trust from Barbie here. Just wanted to drop a quick note to the man as your friends were calling you in the garden. I know you told your friends that just three more years and you are free. Don't worry about the three more years. You are free right now. On a positive note, no worry about a prenup now since we aren't getting married. As for firing him, I'm sure your father can figure something out. Tell everything to them. You don't need to be embarrassed at all. Your family will protect you. And trust me, any boss can find a reasonable excuse to fire someone. Then OP updated the post around 15 or so days later, which said, first of all, I want to clarify some questions that came up in the OP. 
Mark couldn't have seen my car and known I was home because I don't have a car. I don't drive, I Uber around. Driving makes me anxious and I only do it when necessary. I don't work as a waitress anymore. I worked for the time I was in uni. Mark wasn't hired as a high exec right away. He didn't take the job from anyone. He started as a normal intern and worked his way up. They weren't joking. They have never made that kind of remarks in my presence. Also, I doubt calling me a stupid trust fund Barbie qualifies as a joke. I was very tempted to play the long game and lead him on, but I decided to just present him with a prenup to look into his reaction. After telling my dad, we invited Mark for lunch and would serve him the prenup there. However, to be sure about things, I asked him if he had anyone over because our neighbors had complained about loud noises. He said yes, that his buddies were there. He didn't mention the girls that I saw. We finished lunch and dad served in the paper saying that it was a must for getting married. You could instantly see that he didn't expect this. He got angry and asked me to speak to him alone. We went into another room and began babbling about blindsiding him and that this just really felt like a personal attack. He was trying so hard to sell me the role of victim and making me out to be the villain. Then he just said that he needed time to think everything through and left. I have to admit, I kind of broke down and began second guessing me, but I could keep it together. My family happily didn't pull the I told you so's. We looked into everything and I have the legal right to evict him. The lawyer handled everything, wrote an official eviction notice and after a lot of talk, dad decided to present Mark with a deal so that he would leave the company. After that was all sorted out, I decided to just simply text as one of you suggested. Hey Mark, trust fund Barbie here. As you said, you'll be free in three years. I'll do you a big favor and set you free now. Kisses, OP. My phone completely blew up with Mark's messages after I sent that. He texted and called me so many times I had to switch my phone off. He came to my sister's place as he wanted to explain the situation. He promised that it was just a joke like a million times. I said it wasn't cutting it. They disrespected me in my own house and I didn't want to be with someone that puts me down in order to appear better. He pleaded and he cried and begged me not to end things. When I wasn't budging, he got mad at me and accusing me of spying on him and ruining his life. Honestly, I don't know. Then his manner changed once again to apologetic. He eventually owned up to the comment he made, still insisting that it was just a shitty joke. And then I asked him why he didn't tell me about those random girls that appeared to know so much about me. He told me this weird story of them being cousins from one of his buddies and that they know of me because of my Instagram. Shit's private and I have like 30 followers. I stood strong and I ended things with him. I will never know what exactly his plan was, but it's better to have things this way. We still have to sort some financial stuff, but after that, I won't ever see Mark again. Sorry for any mistakes. I'm really sleepy. Just thought it would be good to update you. Edits. Because you have to spoon feed people every tiny bit of information or this gets written off as fake. Obviously, the lawyer didn't draft a prenup from zero in half an hour. I do have siblings. I do have cousins and some of them are engaged and married. Thus, we already have established prenups to go. Also, we didn't need a bulletproof prenup for this. I just wanted to see his reaction. Serving him with with a boilerplate prenup would have served the same purpose. Also, no, I didn't ruin his life. He will not be fired. He will not be bad-mouthed in any kind of way. He still has all the opportunities in the world to succeed. I thought I made it clear that I gave him notice for eviction, meaning he had days to leave the property. That's why I'm staying with my sister. 
It's not a done deal. It's still in progress, but the biggest steps have been made. Jesus, people. <laughs> but now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now, someone sent me this story on Twitter, so now I the arsehole story. It's a bit of a shorter one, but I was blown away by it. It's from Mickey's90 who says, am I the arsehole for letting my four-year-old use all of his money to buy everybody else meals and gifts while we were at Disneyland. I took my kids to Disneyland Paris for a week with two of my friends and their kids. My oldest is four, but he gets a monthly allowance from his dad that he can, in theory, spend on whatever he wants. The allowance was my husband's idea because I told him he was spoiling our son. I personally don't think this is the best way to teach him about money. While we were there, my son kept wanting to use his card to pay for things even though i tried to explain to him that his money would run out he kept insisting and saying that it was okay when his money ran out he told my husband over facetime because he couldn't get the toy he wanted my husband was really upset that i let him use all of his money on other people especially since he spent it on food he told me that wasn't what his allowance was for and didn't want to listen when i told him he was the one who said our son could use that money on whatever he wanted he told me he was going to put more money on the card and was insisting I let our son buy the things he wanted and got angry when I pointed out giving him more money was defying the whole point, especially since I was planning to go back and get him the toy anyway. Am I the asshole? I had to look around after this story and make sure I'm still on fucking earth. What is this? What is going on? That kid isn't going to look at that card and go, oh, I've only got a uh, £52.50 left on this card. They're going to go, that card equals toys. That's all that equals. Infinite amount of toys and I can get whatever I want. And there was a little bit of sweetness in there that this, this young kid wanted to treat other people, which I thought was quite nice, but obviously is not good in the long run. I do understand that, but I thought it was quite sweet at the time. But I'm feeling this isn't everyone sucks here. I mean, two parents, one giving him this card, one allowing him to use the card, thinking that he can manage his money and he's not going to spend it willy-fucking-nilly. just as crazy to me. And the first comment was so true. It's like, good God, you're the asshole. He's four. He barely knows how to wipe his ass correctly. <laughs> but, he's, <laughs> but he's able to insist on spending money. This sounds like you have some aggression towards your husband. Due to him giving an allowance that you didn't want him to have and you wanted to teach your husband a lesson. If a four-year-old insists you act like you swipe their card, then use your own. 
This is some of the dumbest shit I've read all day. Esk says, wow, you both are lousy parents. Rich, but lousy. A four-year-old doesn't need allowance. He's four. He can't do math, can't read or write. Maybe understand some written words. That doesn't count. What is this kid learning? Definitely not responsibility. He's learning that whatever he wants, he gets. When this stops happening, cry to daddy. Financial education for children is good, but it comes later when kids grow a bit. If you and your husband are divorced, the money he is sending is for you to take care of the child, not for a four-year-old to waste. Yamora says you're the asshole. You could have stopped your four-year-old child from using his entire savings, which you did not provide in the first place, on your friends and their kids. Are you out of your goddamn mind? What kind of adult lets a four-year-old buy their overpriced amusement park food for them? You and your friends are fucking horrible. Astro Blame says everyone sucks here. Why does your four-year-old have an allowance and access to use a card? That's just ridiculous. Since he's four, just pretend to let him buy other people's things. Then there'd be money for a toy still. Plus, whoever let him spend his allowance on them when they are an adult is an asshole as well. Unless a replies that and quotes a section saying, since he's four, just pretend to let him buy the people's things. Then there'd be money for a toy still. Then goes on to say, this isn't the entire thing right here. I work in retail and I must see a couple dozen parents a week do this exact thing. The kids don't know what the fuck is going on. Half the time, the parents make eyes at me and wave their card behind the kid's head while I pretend to let the kid's payment go through. Then the kid walks away happy. The parents pay while they're distracted. It's all fine. Kids pay me with library cards, scraps of paper, candy from their pockets, change, Pokemon cards, or cash that I slip back to their parents who put it right back into their kids' coat pockets. Good grief. OP's a knobhead. <laughs> and now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's have another story from Minimum Ad 6593 who asks, am I the asshole for stealing a job I didn't need from somebody who needed it more? I'm a sophomore in college and I've been fortunate enough to have parents that are willing to pay my tuition. Part of my tuition is covered by merit scholarships I earned, but I go to a very expensive liberal arts school and I don't qualify for any need-based aid, so they're still paying upwards of 40k a year. This is something they can afford, but it still puts a strain on them. I have my own things I want to buy on the side, clothes, cologne, guitar stuff, and although my parents give me a credit card, I feel bad for using it for anything but small things, since they're already spending so much money on me. So I've been on the lookout for a job. Since I go to a liberal arts school without a grad school, the TA positions go to undergrads. A freshman history TA position opened up under a professor I had and was well liked by last year. So I decided to apply. It seemed a good job for me. I'm interested in the subject, like the professor I'd be working under and it offers a relative amount of free time. I'd have to hold office hours three times a week for three hours each. Whichever parts of those three hours I wouldn't have students coming in would be free for me to do my own homework or whatever. This guy I knew was also applying, except he was paying his tuition entirely with loans since he couldn't afford to pay. I wanted to take this job on as a work study to lower the amount he had to pay as loans afterwards. He asked me not to apply since he knew I didn't need it as much as he did. I did anyways because I figured let the best person win. It could be either of us or somebody else entirely. He's not entitled to the job just because he needs it more. Anyhow, I did end up getting the job and the guy called me the asshole because for me, it was a way to have some extra spending money and for him, it was a lot, 
lot more important. I still don't think he was entitled to the job just because he needed it. We applied among others and I was chosen, and I see that as a clear-cut ending. Am I the asshole? Now don't get me wrong, I think it's tough for the person who, who needs the job at that particular moment, but I think it's also very entitled to ask someone not to apply for a job because you need it more. You mentioned that he knew I didn't need it as much as he did, but I'm sure he doesn't know about your personal life, what's going on at home, etc. There could be a lot of things that he doesn't know about, and that's why I find it pretty entitled that someone would ask you to step away from a job when you potentially might need it as well. And there was never a guarantee that he would get the job. There was other people that was applying as well who may be more qualified for him. So then you just sacrificed your job and someone else has got it and it did him no favors in the end. And then coming from... And you're entitled to work if you want to. It's not just about the money. It's about the experience within the job as well, which I think is a good thing for you. I've had a load of weird and wonderful jobs in my past. Some of them are really strange, as I've explained in previous in previous stories. And whilst not all jobs that I particularly needed at that time, they all gave me a different level of experience. And I just think work experience is so incredibly important. But Brief Horror says not the asshole. There was no guarantee that he would have gotten the job regardless, even if he was the only person to apply. Plus, what is he going to do the rest of his life? Ask other people not to apply the two, the jobs he wants. Builder Bridge out of her says not the asshole. You applied for a job you were interested in. There is no guarantee the friend would have gotten it if you hadn't applied, and it's not your responsibility anyway. Your friend is in a tough spot, but he's blaming you for what is basically a societal problem, for the affordability of higher education. A man of Matt says not the arsehole, as long as you didn't get the job through any kind of nepotism or privilege, then you earn the job. The job is not there to pay for his college, it's to help the kids in the courses do better. So if the college thinks you could do it better than him, then you have nothing to feel guilty about and this person can get a different part-time job. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Maybe you have a different opinion on the matter. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support and time as always means the absolute world. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care. And much love. Wake up, get up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, watch my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that today will be a good day. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.